Hey, everybody. This is the Empty Arena Podcast. We are live from Saudi Arabia. No, we're not. We're not, we're not live from Saudi Arabia because we, we wouldn't be straight. We'd be stranded there. I know. Yeah. It's, it's How would we ever get back? <laughs> hey, guys. This is the Empty Arena, and we are back, baby. We're back from last week. We're here to talk Crown Jewel. Uh, it, was a, it was an interesting pay-per-view on Halloween. And it kind of led to uh, some happenings on SmackDown. It led to an invasion on from NXT. Uh, led to a, a wily week of wrestling. Totally because totally because they wanted to do that, not because people were stranded there. Danny, that's not the official word. From oh, from, I'm sorry. I, I feel like this is a work shoot with the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I feel like anything could be a work shoot nowadays. Like nobody believes anything anymore. Anything can happen, and uh, you know people start rumors. Right, and, and anything can happen if you put your mind to it, Andrew. The what's more that, you know. Isn't that, isn't that like a, a what's it called, Mary Poppins song? Anything or a fortune can cookie? happen if you let it. Uh, I don't think I don't, so. I don't, I, don't any, I don't know of any. Maybe the reboot. <laughs> it was in the Broadway play. Shut up, Chris. <laughs> was it in the Triple X uh, porn pattern? This ain't Mary. This ain't I, Mary Poppins. I, 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 this ain't super califragilisticexpialidocious. So, how many of you guys were able to watch Crown Jewel while it was live at your respective uh, offices? One right here. No, same. I was actually home. Oh, you were actually home. It was on Halloween, day. Chris. You actually took a day off it was to on watch Halloween. Crown Jewel. I took a day off to watch Crown Jewel. Watch Crown Jewel. Wow. Yeah. No, I couldn't. I. I Obviously, I can't watch it at work. No, yeah, it's, you guys have uh, actual jobs. Why, why wouldn't you be able to watch it at work, Danny? <laughs> Gee, I don't know. Well, because because <laughs> I have to work with people. You guys yeah. get to work behind computers. That's crazy, man. That's See what crazy. I did there? <laughs> uh, so <laughs> so it, was, it was actually, you know, outside of the fact that it took place in Saudi Arabia, it was a pretty good pay-per-view. I thought it was. I yeah, thought it was entertaining. The Brock Lesnar match. Oh well, the uh, the oh, Brock Lesnar match. But we called that actually. Yeah, we, we did. called that so happening in under five minutes. Let's let's go through some of our predictions and uh, see where we where we uh, were right and where we were wrong. So Lesnar, Kane, Velasquez, Lesnar retains. He he uh, submitted Kane Velasquez. Now now Danny, tell us because Danny has some experience in the. In the literal arena of of, uh, of mixed martial arts, on a on a scale of one to ten, how does this compare to their uh, original uh, matchup from like ten years ago? Brock Lesnar got messed up in their original matchup, and this time he. Yeah, the commentator said that that uh, Velasquez went after the face during their first encounter, like they really, really, uh, not the heel, heavily hit. His uh, his face that disoriented Brock Lesnar, and which led to the knockout. So he botched. Uh, so he botched him know, his face. I'm pretty sure that's how a knockout works, Chris. You go for the. Oh, I mean, <laughs> if you hit somebody hard enough in the face, chances are they're going to be knocked. They're going to go down. You sound like you sound like the commentary that Sylvester Stallone used to give for that show, The Contender. <laughs> like so if, it was if, him, if you him, hit him, him face, and Sugar Ray. Yeah. Him and Sugar Ray Robinson, and Sugar Ray was like, yeah, you know, he's flipping the jab, he's got to throw a little cross, and then so Stallone was like, yeah, he's throwing a lot of the punches, and if he hits him hard enough, he's going to get knocked out. There you that, go. Thanks, John Madden. That's, that's the equivalent Sound of, like, that's like, that's, that's like Kevin, ba- Kevin Bacon and Tom Hanks giving uh, advice on, like, you know, to NASA astronauts. <laughs> uh, this is uh, great. You're lighter in the air. <laughs> so, so I, I, I would love to see I would love to see John Madden slice Stallone and some somebody other ridiculous commentator to do commentary on something. Bob well, yeah, Harry Doyle. Well, Lesnar won this match. We predicted that, uh, and now he's off to Raw. He he decided to quit because he you know was there was interference by Rey Mysterio. And now Rey Mysterio and him are going to fight at Survivor Series, apparently. What a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Eh. You know, there's not a, lot to, not a lot to say about that. I don't know. This is a 17-year feud. They they fought yeah. in 2002. 
But Mysterio is that who Mysterio beat for the who did Mysterio beat for the championship? Mysterio, was it Lesnar? No. Uh, the Miz, maybe. Myster- oh, Mysterio. No, he, I think he beat the Miz, Miz once for some championship. Maybe. Or was it Del Rio? Did he beat Del Rio? That sounds more. That sounds plausible. He, I don't remember. He won the no. championship, but then he they did that weird episode of Raw where like Mysterio won the title for twenty minutes while Cena was like sleeping, taking a piss, and then he came back and he was like, <laughs> "I'm gonna fight you for the title tonight on Raw," and he won immediately. Ridiculous. Now I don't know. We'll, we'll get into a conversation more about Survivor Series, but this will. Uh, uh, Mysterio won the champ, uh, the World Heavyweight Championship twice, the WWE Championship once. Uh, oh, so he, he is a champ. He's been a champion yeah. before. I just you just never remember mm-hmm. Mysterio. Yeah, he won at WrestleMania one year. WrestleMania twenty two. I think it was about it was against Mer- someone big. It was uh, Kurt it was Angle and yeah, Randy Orton. Yeah, Kurt Angle yep. and Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, so now we'll uh, what's what? We'll, oh, then the the other match. Let's see, let's go through some other matches. I would like I would like to talk about the historical first ever women's match. Women's match. Yes, the. Natalia and Lacey Evans. Uh, they were in a uh, uh, scuba diver match because they looked <laughs> like they were <laughs> they looked like they were going to dive. They they looked like uh, I mean you know it was, it's it's a cool thing to have these two women wrestle for the first time in Saudi Arabia, but you know they they wore their uh, you know respective wrestling shirts over their merch shirts over their over a cat suit yeah ring gear. And it looks like a you know like a smock that you get in like third grade, so you don't like get paint on yourself. <laughs> yeah, they look like they're finger painting. It was. I mean, what did you guys think? I thought it was it was cool that that was done. I mean, yeah, there's still a lot. It was a good match, and it was it was it was a great great for history. Yeah. Uh, you know, for women's rights and uh, and what have you. But there are rumblings on the internet that the women's match could have contributed to whatever issue happened at the airport. Uh, where they weren't allowed to leave, uh, possibly due to them like embracing some of the female uh, uh, females at ringside. Uh, well, Renee Young has been there a few times now, like, and she, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. It's all and all. Yeah, let's we can get to that too. Um, you know that that weird delay, but I I feel like there's there was so much conversation around that. It's almost like hard to you know it's it's hard to believe anybody right unless like it's coming from the wwe which we don't you know obviously it's not going to be we weren't there um so it's always weird to speculate yeah, speculate you can't speculate you know the official word is that there was plain trouble you know believe what you want but uh, we probably will never know what the the actual reason was well, maybe it was because we predicted this card so well um, with the pre-show match uh, with Umberto Carrillo, Carrillo, Carrillo versus uh, Rowan. Well, that was uh, he won the well, battle royal. Yeah. So Umberto won the battle royal and faced AJ Styles. So we were right on both of those fronts, and AJ Styles retained, and we were right on that front as well. This was very predictable. Predictable. Uh, we can move on. Yeah, it's predictable. Let's go. You know what? Let let's uh, let's cut to the end. Let's cut to the Fiend versus Seth Rollins because that's that was really the match of the night. Th- this was uh, or the afternoon, <laughs> depending this, on what you what time you were watching. Th- th- this was uh, the only match I did not get to see because I had to leave work. I had to catch the train. So they were, I, I, I actually wanna... stayed late, so I could watch this match. And I didn't want to look like a creep on the train watching oh. wrestling. Well, luckily, there's nobody. Yeah, can you imagine? You would have gotten some weird looks, John. Yeah, I know. Hmm. Who's this freak? <laughs> this guy is watching uh, uh, these two people fight under a lamp, sh- <laughs> under a red lamp, under a under a, under a, under a warming lamp. Um. So the so the fiend the fiend won. The fiend actually took the title away from Rollins. We I think we all thought that he was going to retain. Yeah. Yeah, because who? Who changes titles in a in a just a, a random house show? I mean, I've only I, I know somebody did that recently. Ooh, yeah, you. There you were, guys were there. Yes, we, we were there. 
AJ yeah. Styles. AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. Won the won the U.S. title. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now my question is: since the title changed overseas, does it still count? Yeah, it's like it's like, uh, it's like cheating. Different area codes. It's cool. I got titles in different area codes. I'm a U.S. champion in Vegas. Um, I'm a U.S. champion in Mexico. This was. I thought the match itself was actually pretty good, but yeah. that 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 fucking red light sucks. I don't. I don't understand why they have to have it. Didn't they do something like that once before though? With Hell in a Cell, like you are you talking about the Fiend or are you talking about like an older match? The Fiend. They, they had done that at Hell in a Fiend. Cell. They did that, and that was annoying too. They also did it at WrestleMania, essentially. In the in the, the past, uh, I think that they've done it with Gold Dust, where the ring was like a, a yellow gold. You know, I think you're right, but John brought up a good point too. They did the same. They did that weird slideshow. At WrestleMania with Randy Orton and and Bray Wyatt, and he would have this, like the slides of like, uh, like the the roaches and like the maggots. Yeah. Uh uh-huh. Man, I I can't wait for the feud. There's gonna be a feud, Bray Wyatt versus the lighting guy. <laughs> <laughs> By God, his light's been burned out. His light's been burned out. The lighting guy's gonna win. His uh, he's already won. Uh, <laughs> he's already over, man. He's over. He has heel heat. So this, I mean, I thought the match itself was was pretty good, and I think it it kind of had to happen at this point because everyone's starting to turn on Rollins. Poor guy. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know, but now it it kind of so that you know so there's a, so at uh, at Saudi Arabia. Are you know as Chris mentioned, our you know guys and both of the both of the women were <laughs> were were held up uh, on their on their flight coming home, which led to lots of speculation, lots of social media but, posts. But the, the original, well, the original post was made. that the first plane had mechanical issues. Yes, that and a, a couple of right. them actually went over to the side and and chartered a private plane, which also somehow had mechanical mm-hmm. issues. But somehow, Vince McMahon and Brock Lesnar were both able to get out of the country without a problem before all of these problems started to arise. Something to keep in the back of your head. Yep. Maybe it's just mechanical issues. Why the hell do we always have to jump to conspiracy theories? Mm -hmm. Guys, this is the Joe Rogan podcast. I don't know (laughs) if you knew that. Me and John are here smoking weed. (laughs) Hey, man, this is Joe Rogan. Seems definitely plausible. Hey guys, I'm Joe Rogan. I'm sitting here with Jesse Ventura. <laughs> hey guys, Jesse Ventura here. We're talking about the mouth of the health. The mouth of the health. The mouth of the soft Jimmy Hart. That was one of my favorite songs. Um so uh so this so yeah, whether it we can go through all these rumors. So there's the one rumor of the mechanical errors. Uh, so for anyone that doesn't know, basically all the, and that's all, the official, that's the official statement. A lot of guys were held up because yep. of mechanical issues, but then things started coming up that Vince McMahon and the, uh, Saudi Prince had some issues because they weren't paying McMahon, yep. uh, in time. And he cut the feeds to certain areas and that, in you know, that, in that region of got, Saudi Arabia yeah, and, and, uh, some people were upset. So in retaliation, they held the you know the wrestlers back you know so they missed their show it was uh i don't know that's another that's another another rumor another one is uh you know what chris said about you know them embracing women too much on the show mm-hmm. and a lot of the crown prince's inner circle um are uh, rather conservative Conservative man, no, that'd they, be a step they, up. <laughs> they're just a bunch. Of, they're just a bunch of inner circle jerks. Yes, they are very, very conservative. I just don't want to have uh, one of their secret service agents at my door in about in a second. You're talking about us? Ding ding. <laughs> the CIA is on our side. <laughs> FBI um, is on our side here. So those are a couple of the uh, the issues that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I heard was apparently 
Flair had an issue as well, and Hogan had a private plane and or, or something along the oh, lines. Flair where, and Hogan were there too. I keep right. forgetting that they were yeah. there, and or they both had issues, and they actually like Lesnar actually got them on the plane with him. That was going there. That, that was, was going, going there. there. Okay, so. There, uh, there was a plane that uh, um, Lesnar had charted, and Hulk Hogan had gotten to Iceland, as far right. as Iceland, before he had trouble with his plane or whatever, and um, Ho- um, Lesnar allowed Hogan and Flair to be on his plane. Maybe, 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 it's not, maybe it's not the Saudi Arabians doing this. Maybe it's like somebody from AEW. Going to like cut the brake lines on all the planes. Oh my god! Yeah, that makes. I feel like I, try to sabotage them. I could see like Dean Ambrose with like like like, like, like hedge clippers, like like greased up. <laughs> Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Yeah, like biting oh, the no. wires. Oh no, the brakes are working. <laughs> Just, I have this vision of him like being the alien on the on like the Twilight Zone episode with like the plane with like, William Shatner. There's a Dean Ambrose on the wing. There's a Moxley. <laughs> uh, but this, you know, this delay did lead uh, to a, a, a skeleton crew smackdown. A skeleton crew smackdown, which ultimately led to a pretty good angle on, on Had Friday. Had plenty of women, though. <laughs> yeah, the women were, were uh, you know, there was as far, <laughs> as far as the eye could see. So, so that actually worked out well for all of our wrestling fans that are also single. They had nothing to do on Friday night, so they stayed home and watched smackdown for the women. Yeah. Um, and, and the Miz. So the this show had originally we were, Daniel Bryan. We were supposed to see. Oh, he, he, he gets my juices flowing. Um, well, that all natural stuff. <laughs> so there was there were a, a few different matches like uh, and, and events that were that were hyped up, but obviously because of the delay, a lot of guys weren't there. So let's. Because and this, I you know normally we wouldn't go through line by line of this of this card, but I or at least of SmackDown, but I feel like there was a lot to like, you know a lot to talk about, especially with like this influx of NXT versus WWE or NXT versus Raw and SmackDown. I guess that's the angle we're going to take for Survivor Series, which could be that I think that's could be uh, an interesting angle, at least some of the matches. Could be triple threats. Not every match could be a triple threat because that would just be too much. Right. But yeah, as far no, I, I, yeah. I like the Shayna Baszler and uh, Becky Lynch and Bailey Angle. So let's see. What do we? What What do we have? We have. Uh, we oh yeah, we had the Miz against Tommaso Ciampa, and Tommaso Ciampa won clean. Yeah, you think? Yeah. <laughs> Do not like that. I mean, as a as a Miz yeah, fan, poor Miz. You know, and I gotta say, like, what does it feel like to be to be Fox right now? To have these like have developmental come in and basically clean house on your roster that you just paid two hundred and fifty million dollars for every year for the next four years. Yep, I agree. <laughs> um, and then you have Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan, which incredible match yes adam cole is wildly popular and very very charismatic i i really enjoyed watching him work put on a very good match had a really good persona very good charisma and he had the crowd eating out of the palm of his hand both times he was on both smackdown and raw Mm -hmm. uh and i mean and and nxt obviously but all right, all right I, I have a hot take for you, Chris, and maybe you, you're not going to agree with me. I might punch you in the mouth. I, I'm going to punch you in the mouth. That is a hot take. <laughs> I don't get Adam Cole. I just I'm not into it. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I feel like the only NXT guy I'm really kind of into is. Uh, um, wait, who's that one? I, not. Uh, Velveteen Dream. That's like the only NXT guy that I... Yeah, kinda... but he's the one that's protected from the mainstream for no reason. Why <laughs> wouldn't you want him to be like on the invasion? I didn't see him once in the invasion well, angle. He, I think he has an injury, which is why he's dealing with oh. it. Like he's, he's off. Well, but that makes perfect sense. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I don't, I don't get the Adam Cole appeal. I don't know. 
I don't know. Is it's, it because he's like the head of a faction? You know, you're. It, it's one thing to be a head of a faction, but it's also one thing to be like a head of a faction of like five guys that are in a in a, an hour long show that maybe there's like right. thirty guys in the total roster. So it's like one fifth of us is a is a faction. Mm. I don't know. I I am. This is a hot take on NXT. So well, so I am a fan us, like, of anybody that can have a crowd eating out of the palm of their hand. Got the whole world. But then you you uh you and he puts on a good match. You job out. I, my- I think that he he made um, both Seth Rollins and Daniel Bryan look fantastic. Oh, I'm not saying he's a bad wrestler. I'm not saying any like any of that. I think he's mm. great. I just like. You just don't like his persona. That's it. I just, I'm not, like, I'm not, even, even, like, the whole Undisputed Era, I'm not really into it at all. Yeah, well, they're, they're just a faction just to be a faction, I think. They're not really doing anything on the show. Right. They're, like, 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 five buddies that decided to start a podcast, you know. <laughs> I don't know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah, what talking about. So, wait, hold on, hold on. We're talking about the Collective Podcast? Yes, we're talking about yes, we're talking oh, about shit. Christian Caputo and uh, Jerry. Damn, Rousselli. listen to listen to the, to the collective podcast. I'm sorry, I, I don't think we, I don't think I knew any more podcasts that have more than one person on them that we talk about all the time. So that's why went to them. We got to uh, we we got to spread the love. Yeah, especially with factions. Um, no, so I I thought I mean and I, I don't know I got this like salty feeling of like ugh, NXT is coming in here and just like beating up all these guys on SmackDown. It's kind of it's kind of shades of what happened with NXT about six or seven years ago. Yeah, it's right? like the original Nexus yeah. angle. I mean, yeah, you're not as obnoxious. Yeah. Uh, I'm afraid I got some bad news. But now bad news. Ah. So. You have that. You have that episode of SmackDown. Like that. That set up the the overall feud. Um, and who else did we see? We saw Sami Zayn get his ass kicked by uh, Keith Lee and Matt Riddle, the bro. Um, they they beat. They I beat. liked Matt Riddle. He yeah, was cool. He Matt Riddle's fine. His, he kicked yeah. off his flip flops. Yeah, Matt Riddle's fine. I, I I Keith Lee. Those guys are fine. I don't. Yeah, I don't mind them. Um. That was uh that that was fine, and then we had uh, Daniel Bryan lost to Adam Cole. I'm not thrilled with that. Yeah, no, I wasn't thrilled. It should have been a schmozzy finish. It shouldn't have been a because uh, that's what happened in the Seth Rollins match. Like, why is Seth Rollins more protected than Daniel Bryan? People will turn on Seth pretty soon. People are starting to already. They're yeah, they're already starting to. I mean, and Daniel Bryan came more across as a a face in that, in that match than anything else. And, uh, we, yeah, we saw Tommaso Ciampa against the Miz and poor Miz, man. Yeah. He's just getting crushed. Poor Miz. And I, I I don't think he's ever going to get a push again. I think he's just going to be that mid range enhancement. Like he might get a couple of U.S. title reigns, or you know, another. He'll probably break the record for the IC title, but I really don't see him winning the Universal Championship or the yeah. WWE Championship at any point in his career. I, I think what would make sense for him would be to go up against the Fiend as like the Fiend's first like clean face victory. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he's got he's got he's got uh, Pallor in his pack pocket, or who knows. You know, you've already had Balor go back to NXT. You might have Seth Rollins go back to NXT. And and even, like, so I turned on NXT for the first time in a while. I, I, I typically will watch AEW over NXT in that time slot. Um, and I turned it on, and it looks like it's filmed in somebody's basement. Like, I can't, I, <laughs> I, I, I can't get over it. I can't get over it. I'm like, this looks like it is developmental. That's why we share the same production value as them. We, we do. For NXT, <laughs> so it's so weird to see these guys come across like on these like grand stages, you know, in SmackDown and Raw, and they're, they're on their own show, and it's like uh, it's like ROH. So not even ROH. Andrew and I, before we started uh, uh, recording tonight, 
uh, and before Chris and Danny were on the phone with us, uh, we had a nice romantic dinner together, and uh, mm-hmm. we were flipping through the channels. Mike Steiner, famous Mike Steiner, is always great for you, especially the one in uh, in Bensonhurst. Andrew, how do you feel about Mike Steiner? <laughs> we'll get back to that in a second, John. Mike Steiner is a great place to get your burgers, fries, and milkshakes. Mike Steiner at the corner of 16th and 86th. Sure. Anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Omaha Steaks. Checks in the mail, right, Mike? <laughs> Omaha Steaks. Um, okay, so we, we were flipping through the channels. <laughs> we were flipping, That's subliminal messaging. Yes. We were flipping through the channels, and there's a, uh, uh, a channel called Fight. And what happened to be on at the time was an uh, independent wrestling show called um, Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. And it had the same exact production value as NXT and the Empty Arena podcast. And this show was awful. Not it was us. Not, it, was not, yeah, it was not that good. Um, it was definitely filmed in somebody's uh, probably backyard. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> in, in like the greenhouse. Or it's filmed in like a off the strip, way off the strip casino, like the Klondike um, Casino or something. Oh, and by, by the way, you guys, uh, Danny had to uh, step out for a moment, so that's why his his presence has not been felt since the beginning. He's of, gone dark of, of the episode. He has gone Bravo Bravo Six Team going dark. That <laughs> we're getting married. <laughs> yeah, he's been wedding planning for the. He's, mm-hmm. he's been waiting planning like crazy. Yeah, so the next time we hear his voice, we'll be in approximately And the NT Arena will actually be uh, doing a live show from Danny's wedding. He doesn't know this, and nor does his uh, fiance. Yeah, nor does his uh, fiance, but we've worked it out with the DJ where we're going to have our studio equipment there ready to go. <laughs> oh, this is actually a wonderful idea. Yes, it is. You guys, your, you fans are in, are in the weeds with us right now. Um, yeah. You guys can get in from the on the ground floor. Just five dollars <laughs> to start. We should start a we should start a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> that will ultimately end up at Danny's wedding with us <laughs> messing around with a microphone. You know where Danny's wedding is? It's at Chateau Briand, located in Westbury, in Long Island, New York. Yeah. Imagine. <laughs> um, Danny just got a twenty percent discount. Oh boy. Well, we this is talk, talking about going off the rails. <laughs> so where were we? Oh yeah, talking about NXT's low budget quality and uh, Monday Night Raw. But yeah, let's, let's let's shift over to Raw about the NXT presence over there. Wasn't as strong as it felt on SmackDown, but I think the biggest piece was the OC versus the uh, Undisputed Era and Adam Cole against Seth Rollins and yeah Chris like you mentioned like why is why is Seth getting this special treatment of mm-hmm. of, of you know being protected in his you know in his uh Oh no he didn't even he didn't win it was an, a disqualification Yeah it's so a disqualification I guess they can't do that too many times in the same week I don't know Oh, yeah, did, not, not, did not have either of one, either of them look weak. I mean, they both had a strong match, but you're not going to bury Seth against an NXT person. Well, that's true. But what to me, what didn't make sense, or what I what I think logically would have made sense, was when Seth was complaining to Triple H about wanting to, you know, get back at Adam Cole. He should have said, "All right, NXT, I'll be there on Wednesday." And then that's how you promote NXT for the week. Because as of right now, nobody was... You know, I'm, I'm curious to see how the ratings were versus AEW. Because if if the ratings didn't uptick for NXT, I would be worried. Because if there was so much hype going into the product, uh, it's it's in the fact that like this is an AEW like normal week. If it did better, I mean, I hope it did better. But... Uh, that, would, that I think that would be a bad sign for NXT. NX, well, NXT got closer in the ratings this week, I believe. AEW still won, but it wasn't by that wide of a margin. Actually, I think I, I saw something. Wait, hang on. Could we could we di- 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 digress for a moment? Do you guys uh, what do you guys think about this whole concept of Wednesday Night War? Is it actually a war, or is it just no? It's just it's hype. Not. 
That's it's all. definitely not a war. Yeah. I hate this whole like, oh man, they're winning the war. They're winning the war. There's there is no war. These ratings are like half a million people, a million people around, you know, ish. Let's not go crazy. And it's not, you know, it's I there are moments when AEW does reference WWE and it makes me cringe. I feel like they're trying too hard. It's like come like when they say things like when they when they make well, little knocks. Well, J- JR, I've heard it plenty of times at JR, and it's like, oh, whoa, we're we're TV fourteen, unlike the other people. Like, all right, you said it once or twice, fine, but I, I've I've heard you say it like at least six times an episode. It's, it's like annoying. Right. it's a little like yeah. okay, man, you can you can figure out about your ex. Yeah. It's okay, you know. Uh, it, it takes away a little bit. I feel like, you know, I, WWE does not acknowledge AEW no. at all. Maybe they should start doing that. Maybe they should have the OC show up at an AEW taping. <laughs> I don't know uh, if that would, how that would fly. I know. It'd be a la WCW and mm. WWE. The OC. With a tank. Oh, they can't do a tank anymore. But I would say maybe, uh, maybe a golf cart. <laughs> Let's get the same. Might be frowned upon. <laughs> might get see. people some. Might, might get people worried. Yeah. What about the the same uh, tank that Rusev used at WrestleMania? Sure. We should do use that one. Yeah, I'm sure they have that in storage somewhere. Yeah. Uh, it, that's what that's what he used to buy his wedding ring. Or his engagement ring. Rather. Yeah. Really? So. No, I don't. That's not actual. That's not truth. That's not the truth. Great idea. Um, any any other moments from Raw or from SmackDown that you guys think are worth talking about or mentioning? I mean, The Fiend hasn't been on TV in a while, so he'll be on probably SmackDown this Friday with the Universal Belt. Getting yeah, so we saw the new side plates. Yes. Which I... Why doesn't... I don't know. I feel like this is a good opportunity for Bray to like throw the universal belt in the trash and make his own universal. He should call it the whole world title. Ooh. Ooh. I am a booker guys. I am a booker. I have great ideas. Clearly I don't work for WWE. (laughs) Imagine that he like, he makes his own title and it looks like 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 a piece of cardboard and he has like a picture of the world in the middle. And he's like, this is the universe. This is the whole world. In my hands. Yeah. I just got fake chills. I got like fake chills just probably because the heat's on. <laughs> uh, should we should we mention uh, the the Rusev Lashley angle that keeps on going and it, it won't end? You just it did. won't stop. Please you, let it stop. Yeah, Please it's it awful. Stop. And Orton, it's got awful. Why is Orton involved in this? He has nothing He's else trying going to on. put a stop to it. I know. It, and I recently. <laughs> He's trying to RKO anybody that moves so they'll stop. <laughs> maybe maybe he should RKO WWE creative. Yeah. So this storyline just needs to needs to die and go away forever. Just let someone get over. Let Lash. Uh, let Rusev get over and call it a day. Yeah, and I mean, Orton shouldn't be involved, and Ricochet shouldn't be involved. It's a stupid storyline. Maybe it should go away like Rusev's career. Ooh, shots yeah. fired at Rusev. Uh, and anything else you want to discuss? And, and going once, going twice, before we shift over to the competition of AEW. I know there's something that you wanted to speak about, but we decided not to go on that topic. Oh, John, it's a very personal matter. I don't yes. want to tell anybody about it. Um, so who's been watching... Uh, who watched AW <laughs> on Wednesday? I don't know why Chris is laughing so hard. Gee, I don't know. This is our fans will have no idea what we're talking about. Nope, not at all. But continue. Don't worry. There's, there's no inside jokes. Um, so not I, the ones that you know of, folks. So <laughs> AEW Full Gear is going to be live this Saturday. Uh, on and Bill O'Reilly's hosting on VR Live. Bill O'Reilly. Very much looking forward to watching that. Uh, Full Gear isn't that the show on NBC with the with with or Top Gear? That's Top Gear. That's but Total not. Gear, Top Gear, Total Gear, Top Gear. It's the dude. Top Gun. What's well, who's the what's the show? Uh, the guy with all the sound effects. Like the stock market is plummeting. 
Oh, that's, that's uh, man, <laughs> man money. Mad money. That's yeah. It's not the. That's not the pay per view. <laughs> AEW Mad Money. The stock is going bonkers. <laughs> you get sell, sell, sell. Here. Uh, I can do that for hours. <laughs> so yeah, full full uh, full gear is coming up on Saturday uh, on Saturday, and I think they did a good job connecting everything on Wednesday. The ending, the finish to Dynamite was a little wild, a little a little too reminiscent of like SmackDown and Raw from like ninety five or ninety eight ninety nine. They've they've been doing that a little too often lately. Uh, but refresh my memory. What happened? Yes, mine too, please. So yes, at the at the end of AEW uh, Dynamite, uh, you we had Sammy uh, Guevara and Chris Jericho taking on a tag team of I believe, um, hmm, wait, who was the tag team? They I think it was oh um, Kenny Omega uh, and yeah um, uh, I can't think of his name. It was Kenny Omega. Hangman Page. And Hangman Page, uh, yes, I believe that's that. That sounds, that sounds correct. We'll, we'll get their names down, folks. Yeah, we're still figuring everything. Yeah, we're out. we're learning. Yeah, we're learning. We're learning just like you all. Um, but yes, at the end of this match, we had Moxley come out to interfere and beat down on Kenny Omega. Then we had Cody coming in and not you know laying a beat down on Chris Jericho. Uh, you had this, so he did drop the base. The, the, the young bucks came out, um, and just everyone. It was just like a massive brawl of all these people. Jack Swagger was there. MJF was there. J- Jake Hagar. Jake Jake Hagar. Uh, yes, S- Sammy Hagar. Not uh, was, yeah. Sammy was MJF H- wearing Burberry. He was wearing Burberry. He, he's bougier uh, than Miz. He is like the heel. I, I love him. Heel. Yeah, he's a heel face. Or a, yeah, not, not I a really feel, like a him. Feel I'm better a, than you, and you know it. <laughs> I am better than you, and you know it. <laughs> uh, and he's only like 23. Yeah, as well, 24. They're, they're all pretty young, except for Jericho. Jericho, Although, yeah, Jericho's ancient. Yeah, Jericho's the one that's go go to brunch. Did you see <laughs> go the early bird special? Uh, he had a promo package. Talking about his, you know, like his championship run, it was amazing. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. It's it was one of the like, the most legitimate, like funny, funnier things I've seen on the, you know, in rest sorry, in wrestling in a long time. It was basically this promo package dedicated all you know to just about Jericho, and everyone was giving him compliments. Like Sammy Guevara was like, you know, he's the youngest uh, AEW World Champion. <laughs> And uh, it, it cut to like Virgil was in the was in the video. Really, Virgil, and his his he's like talent. Uh, Jericho's talent is like uh, Olive Garden breadsticks, unlimited. <laughs> and they had a, like a fake actress was uh, you know Chris Jericho's third grade teacher, and she's like, man, I hope he beats the shit out of Cody on Saturday. <laughs> It was just one of the funnier things that I've seen AEW do, and I think it's just a testament to, uh, you know, just how how like natural these like promos feel, and it, nothing, I feel like nothing with AEW has has been, at least overproduced or forced. I don't know if you guys feel that way as well so far with the product as yeah, it is. I, 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 can't I agree. Wait to look at it, I want to I want to watch this uh, this promo package. I know it's only it's it's only been you know AW's only been around for a little over a month at this point, so there's still room to grow. But I think the Saturday is a, a pretty built up card. I don't know. If we, yeah, there's uh the, there's seven matches uh, plus one on the pre show. Uh, the main matches are Moxley versus Omega. Well, this yeah, let's talk about this one for a second. This one's been building up since Memorial Day weekend. Right. Uh, and a non-sanctioned lights out match. See, I don't know the exact rules. Of the lights out match. <clears throat> so a lights out match is a type of hardcore wrestling. Um, that's all I got so far. I'm looking. So it's a, it, <laughs> looking I, I, I imagine it's like the lights go out every like few minutes or something, and then like the guys can do whatever the hell they want to each other. Is that how it works? <laughs> Although I I don't know how that necessarily is hardcore. Sounds kinky. Rather, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that actually. Rather than like 
just we like play who's in my mouth. Like <laughs> turn the lights down. It's like it's it seems like okay, it's more so, of an inconvenience. So apparently uh the lights out match is not, it's gonna be non sanctioned, so it doesn't count towards their win or loss column. Um Ah, I see. Right. Uh Usually, lights out matches take place after the show has ended, so they're considered dark matches. Okay. Quote unquote. Um, so the, the the term is after the main event, lights will go out. Then they come back on, and the ring announcer would, would tell the fans that their following match is not sanctioned by the company. So this, I mean, all right. So this can't be after that AW World Title match, right? So all it is is that that's not sanctioned by the company, so that doesn't count towards their win or loss. A lights out. That seems weak. Yeah, I thought like literally the like the, the arena lights would go out completely, and then like they and then go. like and then you would hear Moxie go, "Oh my pearls!" <laughs> Somebody robbed my pearls. <laughs> a, cl- a classic who done it? <laughs> no one move. <laughs> Everyone will be questioned. Yeah, Chris Jungle comes out with like a pencil thin mustache and a notepad <laughs> and a magnifying glass. <laughs> Uh, so these these two will put on a good match. I can tell. I, I think it'll be it'll be fun. Like they, they've had a good you build can tell up. Tell the future. I can tell the future, and it looks glorious. <laughs> you know, this has been uh, in the works now for six months. This better be good. I mean, it's lights out. So it's yeah. lights out. So I mean, it's unsanctioned. It's which do, now or never. It's do or die. Or it's... I I have to say, I I, I am a fan of them <clears throat> counting the wins and losses. Yeah, it's unique. Now, the question with that is. Are they going to reset every so often? Like, is it going to reset at the top of the year, or is it going to be reset every time they? That's a good question. I mean, because yeah. if you if you're going to be in this company for a long time, yeah, you could have if you're an enhancement like talent, thousand, yeah, you could have like a thousand it. wins and a thousand losses, right? Know? It's I feel like it's good. I mean, eventually, like within a few months, you'll see it maybe reflect more in storylines. Like it'll it'll create a true underdog. You know, out of out of guys that have like a, a worse record than like like a champion or something. Oh, are they gonna have like a postseason? Are they gonna have a wild card match? That actually be a wild card match would be pretty cool. <laughs> Do they have this? Are they gonna have an East Division, a Central Division, and a West Division? Uh, no, I think he just killed it. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. Uh, right, so what's what's the next match uh, on this uh, on this card? Jericho versus Cody. Whew. Jericho versus Cody. That is a singles match for the AEW World Championship. If Cody loses, he will never challenge for the AEW World Championship again. Bullshit. I I call bullshit on that. You know, uh, well, he'll never challenge. I am going to say I think Jericho is going to win. And I think Cody is going, I think he's going to cheat to win. I think Cody is going to have to go back on his word. I think that's going to make for a storyline for Cody. Okay. That's that's what I think. This will be. I think this will be fun. I mean, I I can't see the two two of them having a bad match, um, but adding that stipulation I think was necessary. I think there need to be some more meat to the story. Chris, what do you what do you yeah. think? I feel like it has not yet developed enough. It, Jericho it needs to, to hold it. Big yeah. blowout where Cody will finally get the title. Right now, I don't feel like Cody really necessarily needs the title, nor does no, he deserve the title. I don't title think he needs it either. To be screen. over with the fans, yeah. the fans love him. Yeah. He doesn't need the title. Let All it he needs to do is, is keep dropping those fire promos like he did this past Wednesday. You're a stupid dick. <laughs> Um, so that's one match. Uh, another match is uh, Young Bucks versus uh, Santana and Ortiz. This should be cool. You know, this should be cool. Uh, t- uh, Santana and Ortiz beat down the uh, Rock and Roll Express last week. Uh, big bullies. They're big bullies. I love that name, the Rock and Roll Express. It, it's so like late 80s, early 90s oh, yeah. nostalgia. They look like they're from the late 80s. Yeah. They look like from like the late 30s. <laughs> <laughs> So these guys, I mean, uh, Young Bucks, the uh, is is do they have a team name or is it just Santana and Ortiz? Um, I think it's just Santana and Ortiz. The wild, I, I don't, the wild boys or something. I don't know. Well, the wild stallions. Wilds, the wild stallions. 
Uh, no, this would be a good match. It's an exhibition match. It's a grudge Whoa. match. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I think this will be an entertaining match to watch. I can't see, you know, the two of them putting on a bad match. Okay. What else we got? Uh, we have Adam Page versus Pac. Adam Page. Oh, that'll be a good one. They, they, yeah, they, I think they fought once before. I, I, I imagine Hangman will win this one. There's going to be enough letters before you, uh, before the first, uh, the, the whole body comes into the, uh, the noose, right? Hang, hangman. Oh, oh, gosh. Uh, you okay. Better, you better get some vowels in there. Right. Uh, then there's also uh, Riho versus Emi Sakura for the Women's World Championship. Hmm. Uh, I feel like I need to get more into more familiar with the women of AEW. But See now, if Nick was here, he would give you a whole uh, whole spiel on this on how. You, yeah, we miss you, Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck on your test. Nick will be coming back. Yes, he is getting a uh, he's getting a test. He's also getting married next week. He's getting married? No, to, he's not. To to taxes. Um. So, uh, so that match, I don't know who to call to win. Um, I think Riho. Why not? I think Nick would say Riho as well. Let her have it for a little longer. Uh, another match is SoCal Uncensored versus the oh. Lucha Brothers versus Private Party. I love Private Party's entrance. Have you got, like, it's there at the top. I haven't seen it. They're at the top of the ramp, and they're separated, you know, uh, at the ramp by a... Um, There's like two tunnels almost, right? Like, like two grill positions. The, uh, yeah, but they're like a, they're in the middle, and they have like like a, a red rope, and they actually have like a bouncer that lets them into the arena. Oh, that's like funny, that's actually. actually pretty cool. Like it, I mean, lets them lets them mm. down the like, like the ramp. lets them down the ramp. Yeah, it's actually really funny to see it. But it's they're like the uh, street profits of the street profits. Yeah. yeah, although not as like obnoxious. Mm. Um. Street Profits, I, I, just, uh, I can't stand. And that's a three-way and that's a three-way tag title uh, match. Yes, so Callan censored the Street Profits and the Lucha Brothers. I, that's going to be bananas. Yeah. And the final match is Joey Janela versus Sean Spears in a singles match. I hope Joey Janela wins this. I like Joey Janela. He's, 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 he seems like the, the Bam Margera of, uh, of AEW. Um, the, the what, what Sean Spears? I just, you know, it's. I don't. I don't get it. I'm not really into it. Um, his character is kind of weak. I'd rather just. I'd rather see Joey Janela win. I although I feel like Sean Spears will win. He wasn't that over in WWE. Doesn't mean he's gonna be over anywhere else. So, sorry. Hot take. There's a lot of hot takes from my end. Sorry. And the final match is the pre-show, which is uh, Bea Priestley versus Dr. Britt Baker. Hmm, interesting how the women are in the uh, pre-show. In the pre-show. Yeah. I think that they'd want them showcased on their main, main show. Well, I will say this. I hope Britt Baker loses because I don't like her boyfriend, Adam Cole. Baby. Baby, baby, he's and the, the, the another thing about Adam Cole, he spells baby wrong. He spells b a y b a y b a e b a e. He bay spells bay. it the hip way, Andrew. Baby, bay bay. Bay, bay. bay bay. So that that is uh you know that's coming up this Saturday. I I'm gonna be watching. You guys are gonna be watching with me, right? Sure will. You just gotta figure out where. Yeah, more on that at the end of the week. You know, when I when I'm really looking for a good meal while I'm watching a pay-per-view, I always go to Kettle Black Bar and Bistro, located in Bay Ridge. <laughs> they have the greatest wings, the best sauces, and the best fries in Brooklyn. Kettle How much Black. are we getting paid for this? Nothing. We're getting nothing. I just I I have to I have to I just really like their wings. <laughs> <laughs> this is volunteer work, baby. So <laughs> what a if, guy. You guys, if you guys have any questions or concerns, reach out to us and reach out to uh, Omaha Steaks, Mike Steiner, and uh, Kettle Black. Um, 
Also, uh, don't forget, this Saturday, November 9th, the World of Unpredictable Wrestling is having their November to Remember uh, pay-per-view, I guess, uh, their event at Gleason's Yeah, Gym. go check it out. Check Gleason's it out. Gym. Yep. Uh, tickets are 25 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids. Uh, 130 Water Street at Gleason's starts at doors open at 7, uh, 7.30 p.m. on Twitch. Um, Knock him dead, King. Yep. Knock, knock him, him dead. dead. Uh, so... There's that. And what else is coming up this uh, this weekend? Do we have anything, uh, any, any birthdays coming up? Any um, anniversaries coming up? Not this weekend. My parents' anniversary, actually. But that's neither here nor there. And that's a little TMI for this podcast, so it's going to be there forever now. Um, no, yeah, check out World of Unpredictable Wrestling. You can do both. You can watch both Full Gear and WWW. Record, record, uh, the go watch on BR Live later. Go to Brooklyn, go to Brooklyn and uh, and, and go to hmm, trying to think of some bars in the area you can check out. There, there's a lot of good places actually around that area. It's wonderful, it is wonderful. Yeah, a good walk, nice by the water. Yeah, you know, make a whole day of it. You could Dumbo Tourism. <laughs> <laughs> Perlo Tours. On that note, folks. <laughs> have, a, have a good evening. Don't forget, like us, subscribe to us, and uh, make sure you check out memes, check out our tweets, check out our Instagram, uh, Facebook posts. Uh, email us, emptyarenapodcast at gmail.com. Follow us, Empty Arena Podcast, Instagram, Empty Arena Show on Twitter. Um, and that's it. That's all I have for you. Yeah, that's it. That's all we have for you. And guys, say bye. Don't forget, have a nice day. My Toyota Corolla. (laughs) This has been a Jawson Studios production.